What's up? Welcome in to the Thoughts Podcast. We're also doing YouTube, doing the video this time as well. Um, so we're going to do both, run into both while James sips his tea. Sponsored by Polo Ralph Lauren. Not actually. Happy that, holidays. That'd be, that'd be nice. Maybe one day. As we watch the President's Cup, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Pats, give our reaction to the Garrett Cole signing, um, which is awesome for us as Yankee fans. But we want to touch on the NFL draft first, just some thoughts on really the top two guys and talk about how how teams draft, how it ends up shaking up. And, you know, if you're a number one slot, do you go with Chase Young or do you go with Joe Burrow? I'm going to ask you this because you weren't sold on him um, for a lot of the season. Um, not, I wouldn't say you were locked into every game from what you saw. You weren't sold. You spent some time I watching I also him. wasn't like too good for sure. But Fair. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You, just, you were skeptical of both guys, uh, but you've gotten to see a little bit of them the past couple of weeks. And as a quarterback, D3 quarterback, what uh, what takeaways do you have? Are, are you are you former former D3 quarterback? <laughs> what takeaways do you have? Are you sold against <clears throat> him as the one? Two things stick out most to me positively that I like about him. I've, like you said, after weeks watching a little bit more, especially against good opponents, um, back to back, not back to back, but. A really good Georgia defense up to that point was they were giving up ten points a game. Right? Yeah, very good. And they had everything to play for. Our buddy Mike, Bengals fan, didn't like the fact that Dwayne Haskins started over him at Ohio State. I actually find that to be a positive because that tells me that this guy can handle adversity. He left. But he has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Right? I like that. Especially at that position. But just in general. Life, sports, whatever. He's turned that into a learning opportunity or a growth opportunity. Um, you know, you could probably flip that and say he should have stayed at Ohio State, blah, blah, blah. But he's gone somewhere else and carved out his own legacy and his own path. So I, I like that. And then the second thing is... These guys now, the guys who are special, other than like Brady and Manning, you got to be able to create for yourself when things break down. And he has that about him. And when I say create, it's not just push your head down and run because you're not going to be an elite athlete forever. He wants to throw the ball. He When he moves, he's... he's his eyes are downfield. There are some times where he decides to just run, and it's usually more when there's like a wide open, like the pocket's just gone. Presents itself, right. Right, going around him, and he goes. But I think those are my two things that he, he's already done. He's already had some bad things happen to him. It wasn't all handed to him like a lot of these guys now where they get to start as freshmen. Um, and the fact that he, he can do a little bit of – um, blanking on the word, but uh, improv. Yeah, he can he can improv when things break down, and he I, I haven't seen him not be able to make a throw yet. I, I mean, yeah, no, he can toss it, and that's the thing. <clears throat> he, like 
he had a couple plays where he just like moves so well in the pocket. I'm not a quarterbacks coach. I'm not a quarterbacks quarterback expert, but he just moves really well from the pocket and finds a way to make a play. And he's super accurate. I think he's completing like almost 80% of his passes. It is. It's, it's like think, 78 or 79. It might even be 80. And we were watching that game and almost halftime. He only had like three or four incompletions. All but one were – he threw one away, and the all the others were drops, legit yeah, drops. legit drops, yeah. Not like, eh, maybe, legit drops. Catches and the ball. he's not completing 80% because they're checkdowns and running backs and crosses. Like, he's throwing the ball downfield. So, yeah. like, he's not 80% because it's just like a – I don't even know what it would be called, but – one step drop air raid. I mean, quick like that's not even. So, I mean, he's throwing the ball downfield, and and he can run too. Like he can. Like he's not. Like he's a good athlete. Like I think he was a good basketball player in high school. So like he's he's not like well, like you said. He's not afraid when the opportunity presents itself to put his head down, get the first down. Like he he's not slow. Um, I'm not sure. I'd go Gary Danielson's route of calling him. Tom Brady with wheels, but I think he's pretty good. <laughs> we actually had to mute the uh, SEC championship game because we listened to the first few minutes and it got got tough quick. Nestler might be past his prime, and Danielson. Um, They're both past. He worked prime. well with Vern, but yeah, I think that ship is. I'm sailing. pretty sure they just throw a green screen. They're actually in a <laughs> nursing home somewhere. Oh God! They just have the green screen on. <laughs> behind them to make it look like they're at the games that can't i mean i guess that's cost effective might be that might be a decent route i guess but no um, so i mean that's i guess we just we didn't really touch on no that was my next there. question yeah. and like so chase young kid's <coughs> obviously really good and he got before he got suspended he was balling he's still a problem uh, they were taught i mean he was getting heisman love for a few weeks there um, plays on the second best team in the country. And I feel like we get into this position or this is a conversation where it's like, do you go with the defensive end who, if you throw on any team at any given time, is going to make an instant impact to your football team. Or do you go with the quarterback Joe Burrow? Um, and I feel like there's a number of things that can go into this decision. Number of factors that you have to consider when you're, who you're going to draft, which Hopefully these teams actually do and they run through and they make sure and check off all the boxes. But like, I guess the question is if you're Cincinnati, you draft Joe Burrow and I was telling sport recorded, if they get off to a bad start, I feel like it's just so easy for quarterbacks to go South overall. If they're not in the right system with the right coaching, um, with the right team, with the right guys, it can go can go south quick. That doesn't mean they don't take Burrow. Um, and I guess I'm talking about this as a Bucks fan, right? And my team's not going to finish at a poor enough spot to grab him unless they trade up for him somehow. Um, but I, I don't know if, like, you know, you get Burrow at one, then what? Like, you, you're going to need something else, right? Am I wrong here? Is there – It's interesting. I mean – Cincinnati, I think it's funny because I'm in, I guess in my professional life, I'm a good communicator. 
personal, not so much. <laughs> but with this situation, you just try to communicate as much as possible. Right. When we were preparing for it, I was thinking about it. I was like, if you're Zach Taylor, you're young, you're probably going to be able to connect with this guy better than perhaps some old guys. You know, there's Pete Carroll out there. So, yeah. whatever. Hey, you were our guy. You knew, like, we took you number one for a reason, right? If, if we're 0 and 8, what's going on through your head? You can't, like, fully put somebody in that situation, right? But, I would just try to gauge how he would feel in that situation. And it's Cincinnati. It's not like he's in New York. He's not going to be getting shredded in the media or, you know, anything like that. And the reason, one of the reasons I mentioned the thing that I like about him, the fact that he's already dealt with some bad times, right. Is if you're the number one pick, you can look, I mean, you can look at all these guys, unless they, unless you sit, like you're going to lose games. Right. But these guys for the most part want to play football. And I don't think Cincinnati's that far away. Like it, it's almost opportune that they're they have the number one pick. Like they have been pretty good for a while, right? They just needed to mix some things up. Marvin Lewis was stale, so I mean that's another reason why I would say I, I, I like him for them is the fact that you can probably play him right away without like shaking the kid's confidence that much. Yeah, I mean that's not. I'm, I'm not betting the house on that, but I, I do. He's be, he's dealt with a little adversity. Whereas, for example, we throw two out there. He has now with the injury, but we haven't seen how he's going to come back from that. But I mean, he's stuck. Like, right. not that everything was handed to him because he earned it. But yeah, I mean, he sat for his first year, but he didn't have to. He got right. I mean, they already had a guy, but all year people were clamoring for him. Right. Right. And to, well, and what's, I mean, I would say you could say the same thing for Burrow because Bama's receiving core will probably look back in a few years and be like, how were all those dudes on the same field at the same time? LSU's receiving core is pretty damn good too. And they have a number of dudes who are probably. So I guess what themselves. I'm saying is if he's your guy, quarterback is the, the most important but probably most overvalued position in the game with Chase Young I think you know you're at least getting a Bosa brother like that's probably the floor unless he gets hurt or he just loses all aspirations and motivation and ambition right you're at least getting a Bosa brother additional interests other interests right whatever yeah but I know right is that I mean he's he's a more athletic version of those guys and they're both fantastic players, right? So you you know you're at least getting that. Are you going to be crappy enough next year to get your QB? Trevor Lawrence is out there. I don't know, but I wouldn't worry so much. I wouldn't think about, like, if we're terrible next year, is Joe Burrow going to, like, want to crawl up in a ball because he's the quarterback and he's going to take more blame, like, so Chase Young is a safe bet for sure. So this um, this mock draft on SI.com has the Miami Dolphins selecting Tua at four. Yeah. How do you I mean, feel about that? That's a Miami that? Dolphins thing to do. I don't know if that's why SI is No, yeah. I'm just saying. I That's definitely a Miami thing to do. 
I, I mean, I, I, besides not on Miami's side, are you shocked that this article? I don't even know who wrote the piece. Has I'm more interested actually that high. If you're the Giants, let's say Chase Young falls to you. You've got Barkley and Daniel Jones and a terrible offensive line. You've kind of fall. Darius Slayton looks like a nice wide receiver. Yeah. Evan Ingram's good when healthy. Do you trade back and go O-line knowing that, I mean, they could probably get a pretty nice haul for someone moving up to get Chase Young? They could. That's a good – I mean, if, so if like, you're them – because we, we watch it every Sunday and it's like they're – I feel like Saquon Barkley might be the best player in flake football, like all around, and he's just getting wasted on yeah, the Giants. He's on my fantasy team, so selected him one over Christian McCaffrey. That's tough, but you're still all right. You're still I the mean, one seed. Was that? Or am I really going to take five nah, for the, that? You're the one seed, so you're you're in good shape. Um, <laughs> talking from a guy who's not even in the playoffs, but no, it's. I mean that they have a lot of problems. I just like if you is. Is Chase Young a generational – is there ever going to be a generational defensive end again? Like every single year you have crazy athletic dudes. Yeah, you have a 6'5", six, 6'6", like, six, six dude. Who's how just... much can they differentiate from each other now? Um, like – Right. J.J. Watt, three-time defensive player of the year was not a number one overall pick, a guy who played with him for a long time, Jadavian Clowney was, right? Like, is a Bosa brother going to be the reason that you win a Super Bowl? <laughs> Could have a nice impact. But but if you can does he, does it trade top back, right? fill need, offensive line, start supporting your last two Plus. high draft picks – and accumulate assets. I think that's – I mean, they won't know, and they'll only have 15 minutes to decide whether they're going to fall into Chase Young slash trade back. But it could also – like, obviously, they're not going to take Burrow. Teams also know that, you know. So, if, no. if the Bengals go, Burrow definitely makes it interesting. Absolutely. Assuming they do inter- we'll, we'll probably – I mean, I don't know. I definitely think I'll pay attention to the draft stuff as we get closer to April. A time of year. Yeah, we let's, do let's tra- yeah, we, yeah, generally we do. Uh, let's transition. The Pats lost back-to-back weeks now, and it is panic time in New England, right? You're 10-3. and three, You're first in your division. You're the two seed, and the world is falling. No, seriously, though. Um, <laughs> I, know, I just get a kick out of it because it's like we've had these conversations. It's like, are the Pats done? And it's like they're probably going to finish 13-3. and three, And I know they had a pretty easy schedule. But, like, that's still impressive to do in the National Football League. But we've watched in this past – They played the NFC East. That's funny. That is funny. Um, but, yeah, we've watched in the past two weeks. Really the last week. This past week stood out against the Chiefs. They lose a tight one. And, I mean – they scored off of two trick plays, essentially, and their defense started to get better in the second half. Um, I, I don't know if I'm here. I know the defensive numbers have been awesome all year, but who they played has to, you know, show for it. has to mean something. 
Um, don't know if that's an all-time defense. Brady's looking older. He's just not moving as well, and they don't have the O-line to protect him. Um, so it's tough for him if they get pressure on him at all. It's it's an issue. And I'll segue to this and ask you this question after setting that up. Um, is this it? Are they done? <laughs> I would say what's more different about this convo than in the past is I don't know if there's a light at the end of the tunnel for the offense. Because they like do they Nikhil Harry most athletic weapon they have right there's a reason they took him with their first round pick but similar to Rodgers the trust is not there the only guy that he trusts are Edelman and White which makes it that much easier for defense is the key yeah so you know you listen to Simmons Pats fans what have you like they really didn't do anything to address once they knew Gronk was retiring. Or they should – I mean, they've known that he's been flirting with it for a couple of years, right? There was no ready-made – Plan. Plan, and if Bill – and also for Brady, right, They, I guess you could argue they had Jimmy G, but you had to know that – was Tom really ready to go? So, like, but as soon as that happened, why haven't they – like, why haven't they found another backup QB? Or at least have weapons around him for when you do bring in somebody else. Oh, and I failed down. to mention, this is the last year of Brady's deal as well. Yeah. They gave him, I think he had a pretty nice deal, right, at the beginning of the year. They signed a one year. Yeah. Do you, um, like if you had to pseudo rank, you can rank them if you want. I think we've kind of done this. Like what type of shot would you give them going into Baltimore to win the AFC title if they got there. Probably the worst. They'd be biggest underdogs they would have been in a playoff game in at least a decade. Touchdown, probably. Eight points, seven, eight points. In Baltimore, yeah, I would say at least a touchdown. Eight points, eight and a half. Just because, I mean, Vegas would get some – that that's a tasty line for people who think Belichick and Brady would get one back, right? But yeah, no, it's interesting. I I feel like cra- I mean, there's the defense was otherworldly, right? There's cracks, hundred percent. There's cracks. So the one that I mean, you can best case scenario defense returns to form and. The offense has been prepping all year for the, excuse me, for the playoffs. Has been setting stuff up. What ha- like that's best case. Like scenario. do like what they did again in the Super Bowl, where they like start. They threw in zone when they hadn't played zone. Right, but that's year. on defense. I think that's a yeah. little easier. It's a little easier to do, right? mainly because they don't have the weapons. So it's going to have to be scheme, right? I mean, it's going to have to be scheme. Yeah. They're going to have to scheme guys open, and they don't want to sign Brown, which I get when you're talking talking about the owner every couple of weeks. That's that's tough. And like you said, Edelman's – Who, A.B.'s doing that? He was. I think he called out Kraft for the massage stuff a while back. And then 
Yeah, so I thought he apologized. Does that count? Twitter, Twitter apology. Sure, it does. Right, in some way, shape, or form. Sure, he means it. It's a cold. It's cold, man. When you're outside looking in, you you can't get back in the league. All you had to do. I all he you declared to... that he would never play for them again. We shouldn't be. I don't. I don't want to talk about AB. Okay. Fair. <laughs> did you want to rank the AFC teams, NFC teams, or no? No, we did that last week. Okay. I don't think it's really changed. No. I don't think so. You had the Pats probably higher than you would now, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Baltimore won. Tennessee's been good. I don't know if they're the third best team, like Chris Long said. It was definitely a good week. I don't know if we were transitioning from the NFL. It was definitely a good week for Green Bay in terms of Seattle lost to L.A. Yeah. San Fran won. New Orleans lost. So now suddenly if Green Bay wins out, they would actually have – they'd be the two seed. Yeah, no. And a bye. They might be the worst – what are they, 10-3 and three right now? Yeah. I mean, I was being dramatic. I, I doubt they're the worst 10-3 and three team ever, but they're, they're, they're definitely not – They're not a great 10-3 team. They're though. not uh, – they're not inspiring a ton of confidence. So we do have – Super Packer homer. We do have Chicago at Green Bay this week. Yeah, so the whole NFC North finishes the last three weeks. They all play each other. Yeah. So the Vikings, Packers. The Packers can actually lose that one, and they would still hold the tiebreaker based on division record. So they could finish 12-4, and win the division, um, win the other two games. But if the Saints went out, they wouldn't have a first round bye. Got it. Got it. So, looks likely. Does. I don't know how confident I am about your team. They were my preseason Super Bowl pick for the NFC. It was them and the Pats. But, um, no, no. They got to figure some things out on offense. Like you said, I don't think Rodgers trusts the system. I don't know if he tries to trust some of the younger guys and hold on to the ball a little bit too long. I don't know. It's weird. It's been a weird, weird ride. But you're 10-3, and three, so you'll take it. Let's transition. This is big. Yankees sign Garrett Cole, nine years, $324 million. Believe there's an opt-out after year five. We've been making fun of ownership for the past couple of years because of their um, hesitant nature to sign a big-name, big-contract guy, and they've done it. We have an ace going into next season. Best pitcher in baseball this past year. Thoughts? What is this? I mean, was there any other way that this would go? We're here. I think what you just mentioned, all, I don't know how much a part of it was. Because, I mean, Cashman's been here the whole time. They took Cole coming out of high school. He decided to go play at UCLA. Tough. Couldn't he ended up being the number one pick overall after his three or four years at UCLA? So they missed out on him there. Tried to trade for him when he was with the Pirates. They considered the Astros Hall a little better. Which, if you could go back to then, I mean, so, so and then during those years, they missed out on Verlander, they missed out on Cole. There's constant rumors about them trading for aces. 
So the fact that this guy is the number one pitcher in the game right now, definitely in the American League, is available, and you've had that past interest, and you're at a breaking point where you should probably have a ring. Right? I mean, you should probably have a ring. Yeah. The Yankees just went through the first decade not even being in the World Series. There was no – there was no – in my opinion, no way that he was not going to be an Yankee unless he himself just didn't want to be. Like, right. like they were not going to let it go to chance. They were going to drop the biggest offer. They were going to show their interest from the get. And they got their guy. Apparently, Andy Pettit played a big part of it as well. Yeah, no, he did. And I guess there was some dude in the analytics department who played a part as well, which is kind of interesting. And I think they, they went and got the Indians pitching coach. To also bolster, uh, bolster that. Yeah. No, it's big. Now they have a true ace. They have Sevy. They have this kid. I don't know if they're going to rush to bring him up yet, but he's. No, they probably won't. He's Tanaka. Paxton looked good in the playoffs. He'll have some less pressure on him. They get Didi. They cleared up the space for Didi. He's no longer with us, which I get it. It's a casualty. He's a good guy, but. Got to do what you got to do. Um, no, it's, I guess the only zag, I don't even want to do a zag, but I just saw I saw the tweet and I, I was like, you know, I don't know. You go and look at some of the big contracts that have happened. and hopefully, I mean, he's 29 and he's going into his prime, but like the Cano contract, the Harper contract, Machado, Price, there's a couple. Scherzer, Scherzer. Price, Price. Was unreal in the World Series for the Red Sox. That's fair. To be candid, a World Series win for these teams is worth that contract. It's fair. Scherzer did work out. I'm excited. It's good spot. We're in a good spot. I think we need to get some guys that can put the ball in in, in the field come playoff time instead of shoot for the fences. But I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Not to like it. They two years, two out of the last three years. They lost to the Astros the other year. They lost to the Red Sox, who won, ended up winning the World Series. Um, the Astros have been stealing signs. Not that that's the only reason, because the Yankees couldn't hit. So you can't completely blame it on that. Maybe, uh, maybe not. What does the sign stealing have to do with I know, not man. getting guys on, on base? I kid. No, you're an apologist. So, no, it was great. I was up. I was awake when it happened. Ian was sleeping. I was sleeping. I was. But I woke up. I woke up to it, so I'll take it. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. Shorter than what I thought, just under 30 minutes. If you're watching or if you watched at all, thank you. We appreciate it. If you listened, thank you as well. This is now podcast back-to-back weeks, so we are on we're on a roll. Tiger just threw a dart. Tiger, yeah, Tiger just put it within a couple feet, 15 feet, give or take, might be closer. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and look out for another one next week. Till next time, we'll talk to you soon.